Okay, we are live, episode 87. We've got Danny Terminal. Yes, Daniela, but she likes Danny. And Todd Tweedy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Danny, we're talking elephant in a box. Give us the story. When did it start? What is it all about? Yes, we are Elephant in a Box. It's a home furniture innovation company with portable products that come in the mail, are super easy to unfold and pretty much move with you everywhere. And the story is pretty simple. You know, we all the founders have lived the pain of buying furniture, getting into a small apartment, then moving out of the apartment and having to pay tons of money for, for that. So that's how we created it. We incorporated the honeycomb, that it's our the main uh, material, and it's super, super light as it is super, super strong. So we launched in May. We've been growing a lot, and we are very happy to have every time more elephants around the U.S. So if somebody were to be thinking about this when you've just described it, are they small pieces of furniture that fold up in a way that are easily moved? Is that, is that the theory here? So it's pretty much like big things in small boxes, right? So we have a sofa that is 83 inches long that come in a box that can fit any place that is 17 inches wide. You know, so it's big things in small, in small boxes to make it, your life easier. That means engineering of some sort. I, just again, in my, in my, I'm thinking somebody had to engineer this, think this through, how to create the process, manufacturing and the like. Do you have that background or is somebody on the team? Absolutely. One of our founders actually has been working for, for a very long time with honeycomb. And honeycomb is this material that has been used in aircrafts and race cars because it's very, very strong, but it's very light and very flexible. So uh, he's the one, he's the creator of the elephant in a box, and the one that integrated this technology into furniture. That is a, really the first time that we see a different material into a traditional uh, furniture. Because of the accessibility and efficiency as far as packaging and moving, transporting, and shipping, my first thought is this is a direct-to-consumer play. Is that correct? Absolutely. That's how we were born. You know, it was uh, D2C, online, etc. But, you know, what we are seeing is that necessity or that need of people to actually have like a sofa to go, right? To find the sofa, put it in your car, your Uber, your whatever, whatever transportation you have and bring it with you either for, for your house or your dorm or whatever it is. You know, we're getting used to instant actions, right? And that's what we want to be there for too. So we see ourselves becoming omnichannel in the near future. Where are you located? You have a, a little bit of an accent, um, but are you here? Are you domestic? I'm in New York. Yeah, I've been in New York for 13 years or so. And that's why I know the pain, right? Because in these 13 years, I don't know, I've been moving like 14, 15 times and some of them by myself. So, but I'm Mexican. You know, I was born and raised in Mexico, in Mexico City. Very cool. Okay, so from Mexico, lives in New York, moved around so many different times. Anybody who's ever lived in a metropolitan city understands that as well. Um, first off, sometimes you're just in a shoebox as it already is. So the items inside need to be able to move uh, easily. Um, also, I'm assuming affordability if possible. I'm just throwing that out there. Give us an idea, what does a couch cost? Absolutely. 
we are around a thousand dollars. Nine ninety nine is the retail price. And when you think about it and do the math, is really it's a, it's a really competitive, right? When you compare it to like an IKEA, yeah, it's higher, but it's going to be much more durable. And when you compare it to other brands, we have still have the attributes of like durability, lifetime guarantee, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So you have the both of uh, both worlds with us. IKEA. Nobody's ever heard of that place. Uh, and, uh, um, that's a, that's a, a joke. One thing, though, that does come to mind with IKEA, if anybody's ever got something from there, is putting it together. Um, I am the don't don't bring a tool around me. Uh, I often say I had to get my my kids' cribs put together. That's like not a cool thing. You don't really want to admit stuff like that. Uh, but I am transparent. So there you go. Um, tell us, is this easy to put together when the box arrives at your doorstep? Do you kind of just take it out, start unfolding things and it's just that easy? Absolutely, no tool needed because the same thing, right? We, I had like almost family fights, you know, trying to put together, you know, like a like a piece from, from Ikea or some others, right? So it is uh, engineered to make it just the pieces fit, you know, and it's uh, no tools needed, a few minutes is enough. You know, we really want to make it simple for, for everyone. That's uh, simple is always a good business uh, a policy to have. Um, let's talk about what it would look like omni-channel. I mean, if we are going to fast forward again, this is such a direct-to-consumer play. Um, there is a lot of moving actually right now. I mean, I know you know this too. As much as we've been going through, the housing market is bananas, um, interest rates are super low. I, I don't know where I'm going to go into this whole like economic thing. I'm not going to, um, but everybody, if you're like here, the, the market, so, so there is a lot of moving people hear about, oh, the rent markets have dropped in metropolitan places like New York, San Francisco here, you actually can get a, uh, I know this is going to sound really lame. Um, uh, one bedroom for $4,000 a month. You, you would understand that. Like that's actually good. Um, and so there's moving though, there's moving. And with that said, um, I assume direct-to-consumer is, is a good business. So frame that for us and then frame why an omni-channel would be a good option for you. You know, I mean, direct-to-consumer is uh, why we were born, right? A part of it is to, to keep that price affordable, right? So you can have the both of both worlds with affordability and all the attributes and guarantees and, and so on. So that's that's a, that's a core. But we also want to be there where they need us. You know, we want to be where our customer needs us. And I think that we have to be open, you know, and flexible enough to to, to be there for, for them, right? Because we want to be with them, not only for the first sofa and for the shoebox, but also while they'll transition during their life, right? And be able to bring that modularity whenever you have a bigger place, maybe you have a longer sofa, maybe even a sectional, right? And we want to be at the moment and where you need us. And to be to be that, we're probably going to have to, you know, increase our, our channels. Yeah, I, again, this is just off the cuff like I normally do. You're in a really good spot right now because I don't think you have to. Um, you may never have to actually. Um, retail, uh, specifically retail like that, um, I, I right away I think about beds or mattresses. I don't know, I don't follow, but I, you know, the big name mattress stores, I, I always drive by and I'm like, who's in there? This isn't like to like, you know, I just am actually wondering like who's in there, right? And there is that thing of, I call it the same thing as any retail. People want to go into a physical store 
and they want to lay down on the mattress. You know you did that too. Don't act like you didn't do that, where you go and like start <laughs> jumping around on the mattresses being kind of weird. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, so, so I get that. So every time I, I, I would drive by and go, who's in there? Then I have to retract and go, oh, I know who's in there. The person who wants to physically go touch. Because in, in, in furniture, I'm just going to say like in mattresses, there's all these, these online bit plans now, right? You know, uh, they'll ship it to you. And then if you don't like it, you just ship it back. But the reality is people don't even want to do that either, right? They want to physically go in and touch the same way we want to go and touch an avocado. Shout out, grocery. Um, Danny, where would it be if it was Omni? Like, again, bring us, how about, let's do 24 months from now. What do you want, Elephant in a Box, which I love, by the way, love that name. What do you want it to look like? You know, I think that you have a very good point, right? A lot of people want to actually touch it, sit on it, et cetera. We, for that, we actually believe that our 30-day trial is the best way to go. And we always tell them, you know what? You don't want to, you have to go to the store to actually kind of like look at the salesperson that is looking at you kind of weird because you're cuddling your sofa or jumping in the bed or whatever it is, right? You can do it in your own house, right? So that is definitely what 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 is uh, the core, right? But also we're, we're open to, you know, especially there's some places that say, I might want to see it, right? And I want to partner with, with, with uh, I want to see it in a, in, a, in a bigger space. We believe in partnerships, right? So how I see it in, the, in 24 months or whatever, whatever the time is right is through partnerships. We want to be that lifestyle, right? That we can show you how we co-live in your house. And in your house, it's not going to be only elephant just because we don't have all the products, right? If we had all the products for your house, it probably would go all elephant, but you know what I mean, right? So what we're trying to do is let's just, uh, let's make sure that, that, that you can try it and test it in your own home, but then let's also be where you are, right? And adapt to what you are needed. So right now it's D2C, but we can see in the, in the, in the future being out there with some partners where you can, where you can see in a, in a, in a, in a holistic way, let's say. I like it. And no, there could be a lot of uh, opportunity for other elephant in a box uh, accessories, lamps, rugs, pictures, whatever this was. Uh, that one's free. That's a freebie. Freebie. <laughs> you guys, I know you guys are way past me on this stuff. Um, good stuff. Elephant in a box. Check it out. I always put that there. Todd, we're coming to you. Like I say, let's set it up here on a tee. We've got Diamond Process Solutions. Give it to us. All right. Thanks, Mark. Um, well, Diamond Process Solutions started in 2016. A very service-driven business model. Uh, in the last year and a half, two years, we've really shifted to a solution manufacturer. Uh, we work really close with our clients, typically in the food and beverage industry, moving into Canada, pharma, um, that being said, we're also in any industry. We've been fortunate enough to be very busy in the last year and a half. Um, so what we do is we kind of look at what's available for producers. And usually it's on the very small side manual or on the full scale size where we're talking millions and millions of dollars. Um, and we kind of find that area of what works for that client. So it's not really custom. It's kind of tailored. We just listen to our clients work with them really closely. And we have the ability where we do all the design, we do the build. So we're not just, you know, buying something else and selling it to you. So we really, we really work with our clients. 
go through their process, find out, you know, where, where are their bottlenecks? Where are they struggling? Um, and then where, where's their growth, right? We build everything with kind of modularity in mind, which allows our equipment to grow with their business as their business grows. Hey, let's add some more stuff or let's pull it back. Um, and that's really where we set ourselves apart is, uh, you know, working closely with our clients, making sure that what they're getting is actually what they need. And sometimes we have clients that come to us and say, Hey, we're, we're doing, we're doing this process. We're filling this or we're packaging this and we want to do this and we can look at it and go, you know what? That's great. But we don't want to just sell you this because that's actually not going to help you out. Whereas I think what's out there right now, a lot of the manufacturers or the, a lot of the people that are producing manufacturing equipment, packaging or processing, they have an off the shelf thing and they say, well, this is what we can offer. Just take it. Well, we don't want to do that. We want our clients to come back. And again, that goes back to the growth model. We want to grow with them. And if they succeed because they're not buying, you know, a piece of equipment that doesn't work now or doesn't work in the future, then we're never going to see them again, nor are we going to, you know, get another referral. So we kind of take existing equipment and tweak it, right? Our background is in maintenance. Um, and we have some very, very intelligent guys that work for us uh, in the design aspect, uh, right down to fabrication. And, you know, we, we like to call it, it's kind of like the dream shop. When you walk in, you don't know what project we're working on, but we got so many. Um, we also have uh, the ability, we work with uh, a robotics producer. And uh, so we throw robotics into the mix if, uh, if it's called for and if it works. And uh, yeah, so far so good. And hopefully we get a lot more projects uh, moving forward. Very cool. We're in the growth stage right now. We're really growing. So we're, we're excited about it. Good. I'm excited for you. A lot of, you, we, you hear that word modularity in here. There's, I mean, there's stuff, there's some commonality going on. There's building going on. There's things going on. There's packages going on. There's unfolding. I don't know. Uh, anyway. uh, great to have you, Danny and Todd. Uh, that was Canadian accent. Yeah. So uh, you see how I see it's like, again, it's, you know, so here we go. Uh, you both have a great rest of the week and I'll talk to you soon. Perfect. Thanks for doing this, Mark.